0: Oh,
1: Central Catholic Knight's going to join us here back uh, in the regional. It was this? Five straight years in the regional. My goodness. Another win over Seeger. That's the second one on the year. We'll talk to him ahead of that matchup with the LaVille Lancers for the regional rocket field, a game that you will hear right here on 1017 The Hammer this Friday night. We got you covered on that, okay? Uh, also, it's big, uh, big news of signing day today. We got a lot to discuss with that, but you know how I roll, man. I want you to win some tickets. And I'm not going to give you two tickets. I'm going to give you four tickets. That's two to each event. All right? Big Sunday over on campus. We've got volleyball at 1 o'clock versus Michigan State. Sold out. I got a pair of tickets. And also, women's basketball home opener against Southern. They're going to honor the 99 team as well. That's going to be a huge event. That's at 4 o'clock. And I got a pair of tickets for that as well. Please hold on a second here. There ain't no way. I gotta look. At, I gotta look at the seating chart because these Mackie tickets. If this is if this is what I think I've got, give me give me the seat. Give me the seating chart here. I'm in right behind. We're like five rows back from the visiting. Uh, behind the visiting bench right there. So, I mean, you're front and center. Oh, my goodness for those Mackey tickets. All right, so here's what you're going to do. All right, you want to go, text me keyword, boiler up to 765-447-4080. That's 765-447-4080. You text boiler up. I will select a winner at the end of the show to win both these tickets for the basketball and the volleyball matchup. You can make it a doubleheader. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Text Boiler Up seven six five four four seven four zero eight zero, and uh, that's your chance to win both volleyball on Sunday and followed by women's basketball over at Mackey. Just walk right across there, and you're gonna be good to go. Go on to the ninety nine team. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun. I can't wait. So there you go. Boiler Up the seven six five four four seven four zero eight zero, and you'll have your chance to win those 2 two pair or those 2 pairs of tickets all right let's get started with need to know news here's your need to know news well national Signing day is uh it's off today and uh, it seems like for today basketball is done there is good news and there is some uh, non news i'm sure you'd like to have it a little bit better but look let's just let's Just discuss what's happening here, okay? We've got uh, five prospects that signed a national letter of intent today for men's basketball. That includes guard C.J. Cox, Jack Benter, Cannon Catchings, Riley Burgess, and Daniel Jacobson. All got their paperwork in, all officially Boilermakers. Jakari Harris, still up in the air. We'll see what happens, but... You know, Catchings is the big deal there. A lot of fans. He kind of. It wasn't like an outburst, but there seemed to be. He was going through some stuff maybe last year, over the or early in the year during the summer, and then there were some questions, but that got kind of calmed down and everything too. But he signed on the dotted line. He's good to go. Katie Geralds, meanwhile, gets three. Uh, Lana McCartney the uh, big forward Kendall per and then uh, from uh, Snyder guard Jordan Poole that's what I've accounted for on the social media uh speaking of uh, hoops last night end soups in the Big Ten Indiana boy they uh they looked like for a second they were gonna lose that one to Florida Gulf Coast but then they went on a huge run there. And around uh, eight minutes left to go and uh, had themselves the cover, too, and then blew that. 69-63, though, the final. IU gets a win to start out the season. Maryland beats Mount St. Mary 68-53. Iowa 110, North Dakota 68. Michigan 99, UNC Asheville 74. That's the Big Ten scoreboard. Well, uh, it's another day and it's an, another Michigan rumor. Michigan star running back Blake Corum says he has no business dealing relationship with former football staff member Connor Stallions after records of an LLC in Wyoming listed both men as co-owners and surfaced on social media on Tuesday. According to the records from Wyoming Secretary of State Corum, Stallions and a third person named Connor O'Day are listed as organizers of an LLC called BC2 Housing LLC which lists a home in Ann Arbor as its office and mailing address. Would you like to guess who owns that place? Yeah, Connor Stallions. Quorum says he doesn't know anything about the LLC, but then there's also some social media posts that have surfaced that use the exact same name of the LLC. Maybe Stallions saw the post and decided to take it upon himself. Totally possible. McCorm says he just became aware of the listing uh, before practice on Tuesday. He has gotten an attorney to intervene. Stallions is the only signature that appears on the initial filing that was done back in March. It's listed online as active and in a current good tax standing. Also, uh, recently, there's been a Wall Street Journal article on Stallions. It says he was sued by his homeowners association on that house for violating its bylaws by allegedly running a vacuum cleaning refurbishing business out of his home. And I'm going to tell you right now, eh, that didn't go too well. Quote, Quorum, I'm a clean person, but I'm not a cleaner. Vacuums aren't my thing. I don't know anything about that. What do you know about? Big Ten source said that the league has forwarded, get this, any information the NCAA about a possible follow-up it's unknown whether the signal sharing between league teams violates big 10 sportsmanship policies though the new accusations now are that purdue got signals from ohio state and rutgers ahead of the big 10 championship game and michigan is now protesting that the information passed along is not expected to impact the big 10's discipline of michigan under its sportsmanship policy ncaa rules do not prohibit in-game signal stealing but bar schools from off-campus scouting in advance of games. Which, again, if Rutgers calls up and says, hey, here's what we got from Michigan, and Ohio State says, hey, here's what we got from Michigan, you can use that what you want. Not illegal. However, paying folks to go sit in the stands, use a recording device to film your sideline, turns out still illegal. But boy, there was an awful lot of muddying in the waters of Michigan grad Nicole Arbach. She seems to be leading the way. Dan Wetzel, too, uh, is trying to muddy the waters on what is, you know, if, if, who, who really broke rules here. Clearly it was Michigan. I don't understand what these people don't get that you can do anything else except go into the stands of a future opponent ahead of the game and use a recording device to film a sideline. You can't do it. And Arbuck got on Newbert a while back for journalistic integrity because Purdue was paying uh, for, you know, some articles and stuff like that. And she raised a big stink about that. But she never discloses that she's a Michigan alum when she comes out here to defend Michigan. Now, does she? Come on, man. Team Newbert. it's the way I roll. All right, last night, we nailed Iowa. No problem on that cover. I told you that any, I said, yeah, there's a good chance that they probably go ahead and cover it. But I was, I, I told you, I was like, I don't trust this Indiana team yet. I got to watch it. Good thing we didn't trust it. I had one other thing, too. Oh, that over in uh, which hockey game was it? Was it the was it the Maple? No, it was the Canadians and somebody else. Uh, we hit that, too, but I don't think I really gave that out. It's a like a foolproof log. I think we just rode with the Iowa run right? Right. All right, so we'd like to get back after it again. You know, our friends at DraftKings keep up with those no-sweat uh, bets every day uh, for you. College uh, college basketball boost up to 100%, but, you know, we ain't got no Big Ten stuff tonight. I do like the gift boost on hockey. Florida-Washington boost to 100. Excuse me. So I don't hate a little, I don't ever hate putting a unit on that. Pacers are back in action against Utah. Six and a half point favorites. This is a Utah team that turned the ball over, what, like 22 times against the Bulls? I don't know. I might like the six and a half in that. Might like it. I think my uh, my easy one. And I like the uh, I like the Maple Leafs. They're minus one at minus sixty six. If you want to go with the puck line, I'm okay. It's at plus one forty. I think the over's fair game in that, but it's minus one thirty five on six and a half. Uh, I don't like that. I figure I'd much rather play it safe. Just take Toronto at home on the minus one sixty six. Not a huge slate. Just three hockey games tonight. That's my. I played safe there. No Big Ten basketball this evening. We got some action. I don't hate the Pacers tonight at six and a half. Especially after the Bulls worked uh, worked the Jazz. Not my official, but I feel like yeah. I can I can deal with that one. I, I'm sticking stick with uh, Toronto. That's my easy play there for the night. All right, we want you to continue to text boiler up into seven six five four four seven four zero eight zero. That number again seven six five four four seven four zero eight zero. That's going to get you registered to win two different pairs of tickets. One pair on Sunday one o'clock volleyball sold out against Michigan State. The second pair is going to get you the uh, Purdue Women's Basketball Home Opener at 4 o'clock later in the day, and you'll celebrate the 99 team. So, just uh, text that BOILER UP to 765-447-4080. 765-447-4080, and uh, yeah, I'm giving it away. I'm giving, you know, the, the two pairs away as a pack for you, so you get a nice little Sunday of Boilermaker action. Text BOILER UP. 765 447 4080. Don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back. Coach Brian Ney, Central Catholic Knights back in the regional game. They're going to host La Rocca Field. That game is uh, coming up this Friday night. We're going to be down there on the call on 1017 The Hammer. So we're going to talk to him in advance of that, see how he feels about his squad coming out of that Seeger game and uh, what it is that LaVille does so good that they'll uh, have to uh, contend with. That's coming up next. Stick around. Plenty more Hammer Down show is next. On 101.7 The Hammer, 101.7 The Hammer. Welcome back. It is uh, uh, 101.7 The Hammer, 101.7TheHammer.com. We're to the Blue Fox eating cooling hammerhead hotline. We got Coach Brian Ney, Central Catholic Knights, on with us here as they get set to take on Laville in the regional. Super excited about this one. Knights coming off a 33-3 win over Seeger last week. Coach, congratulations there. Uh, it's uh, clinching a sectional title on the road uh that's not always an easy thing to do to uh hit the road uh, when that uh, trophy is on the line but your boys responded as usual last week and uh they pick up a 30 point victory talk about last week's win
0: yeah extremely proud of the uh exp- extremely proud of the effort obviously we we relished the opportunity to uh compete for hardware uh and we had the sectional you know the sectional championship uh and and the hardware that comes along with that on the line and uh you know, it wasn't the most ideal conditions, especially for us offensively, but obviously our, you know, our, our, defense has been playing at a, at a very high level all year and they continue to do so. Coach Dreifogel had a, had a great game plan, uh, had a great game plan in place and, and, and gave up three points and really only gave up one drive, gave up less than a hundred yards of total offense, which was extremely impressive. Uh, we, you know, we had, and we, we scored on defense and, and, and turned them over another time and, and just played, uh, played LCC night football, uh, in terms of our, uh, discipline and physicality and, uh, and, and was really happy with the effort on offense, um, special teams, you know, special teams, if, if anything was lacking, you know, special teams had a little bit, uh, to be desired. You know, we, we turned it over on special teams and, um, went for, you know, we were three of five on our PATs, which is, um, unacceptable, um, you know, as well. And then all going you know, shifting to offense, um. Uh, was howling out there there's really not much out there to to to, to uh, knock it down um so we had to you know we had to run the ball uh mason meister ran the ball uh, 22 times for 111 yards and Bobby mesker ran it for 100 yards and two explosive long scores so uh you know we we're having to change the way that we you know change the you know to get to that we got to the same result but we had to you know we had to change a little bit of how we got how we got there and i was happy to see us uh not be so rigid and, and and be flexible and be able to uh, keep our knees bent with the conditions and and uh, still play uh, football at a high level and still put points on the board and and still come out uh, on top. Um, but yeah, I was extremely proud of the effort and and we kind of needed it. We needed a game like that to to kind of throw us off of you know throw us off of our platform, especially offensively and 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 let the kids see that that they can you know that they they're able to to win football games in in different ways, or ways that we weren't necessarily planning to and uh, you know all in all it was a, it was a quality win. We're happy to be sectional champs again for the fifth year in a row and and looking forward to uh looking forward to putting it all on the line on Friday.
1: The Laville Lancers coming into Larocca Field uh, under uh, coach Jeff Kaiser who's uh, a first year guy out there, you know, 11-1. Uh, what do you know about the lancers? what do they do really well what uh, what what's the concerns when you game plan against these guys they have an offense that
0: has the ability to possess the football um, you know obviously when I say that um, they're they're disciplined enough to to drive to, to put together drives and I feel like you know we feel like that's that's what you have to let yeah, that's what you have to allow uh, or that's what you have to force you know high school high school kids to do um, are they gonna be disciplined enough not to jump off sides, not to you know, not to catch a bad holding call on, you know, put themselves behind the sticks? You know, LaVille all year has shown their ability to uh possess the football, to drive the football, but also uh they've also shown the ability to uh to create some explosive plays. And you know, the, the quarterback Plummer, is, is, is gonna be one of the better I don't wanna say better, he's gonna be one of the best you know, he's gonna be one of the best football players that, that we'll go against all year. Um, they got a big guy, um, uh, in the trenches, uh, bedock. I hope I'm not butchering his name. <laughs> um, but, uh, he, he reminds us a lot of, uh, a lot of the, the stud from, from, uh, Rochester who unfortunately was injured in our game. So they, they've got, and, and they've got, they've got guys all over the field. Good looking ball, good looking football players that, uh, you can tell they're well coached. You can tell they know what they're doing. And, uh, I think Friday going to come down to the team, you know, the team that plays the most discipline and, and executes the cleanest and, you know, makes more of those 50-50 plays when, you know, we call them competitive plays here, right? And, and the, I think the team that makes, you know, that makes the most competitive plays, that wins the most competitive plays where, you know, he's doing his job, you're doing your job, there's no assignment breakdown. Someone's just got to go make a play, right? Yeah. Who's, who's it going to be? Um, I think the team that wins those uh, wins wins those, and obviously plays discipline. You know, discipline football does not, uh, you know, plays clean special teams and 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 doesn't 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 give up. You know, the big explosive plays or get behind the sticks it will be the team that ends up coming out victorious. Which, I mean, duh, right? Like that's yeah. usually how it works no, out. That, the team that plays the, the team that plays the most disciplined football and plays plays the game better than the other team is going to win. Yeah. Right? Uh, I,
1: I, think, I, I would think getting off the field on third down, I was waiting for that one there too. But oh, I mean, just sure, talking yeah. about the yeah. drives and everything too, it was just, you know, if you get them in a third down opportunity, not, not letting them convert, that seems to be of the utmost importance for the defense this week.
0: And just comes to a winning first and second down. When you win first and second down, you, you get teams and, you know, it's same, same thing with us. You get us in third and predictable. You're, you're predictable, right? And, yeah. uh, that's where people can pin their ears back and, and maybe dial up some pressure or, uh, you know, be able to, uh, to, to feel good about, you know, the down and distance and, and, uh, knowing that, you know, uh, you, you, it's third and eight, you just can't give up eight, right. We can give up seven, but we just can't give up eight. So, uh, so yeah, just, uh, that's what it's going to come down to. I think, I think these, these teams are, are extremely evenly matched, um, in terms of personnel and, and football skill and both teams do what they do extremely well, or they wouldn't be, you know, we're, we're in week 13. We just get to week 13. So, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be you know, I think it's gonna be a great atmosphere. I think I think uh I think we're all in for a for a very entertaining uh a very entertaining forty-eight minutes of football. And I encourage everybody, anybody who can who can get out to La Rocca on uh Friday night to get
1: out there. Um, you know, you have we mentioned your success here recently, uh, you know, this is five straight years for the sectional title. I mean to play this long into the postseason, uh, do you feel like there is something to be said about having the experience? Of playing uh, this much extra football over the last several years, I mean, is there something to that either as a coach or as a player uh, that benefits you guys from having that kind of experience?
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's it's not supernatural how you see the the same programs in the state of Indiana typically making the runs that that they make, right? Because once you get into that once you get into that cycle, you got to think about it like. Uh, if we go back to, uh, you go back to the senior class, and you look at their postseason, you look at you look at their postseason runs from their freshman year all the way through this year. Well, I started to say their freshman year through their junior year, because that's what sets them up for their senior year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We went back, we went back and tracked it. Got to play and practice an extra season. I mean, how invaluable is that!
1: Oh, now that's huge in your development to they, have that. They, they play. It, it, like when when you put
0: it up, put them up against a team who is who who makes a, a first or second round exit, you know, in the last in in those three years, they've they've practiced uh, they practiced a season, they've practiced and played a season longer than kids there's in their same class. Yes, it's it's absolutely invaluable when you when you when you start to get into that pattern and it starts to become the expectation and, and the kids understand what it takes from what it takes from, you know, December through. Through July, what it what, what it takes, what it looks like. This is what is this is what it, this is what you're going to have to do in order to make those runs, and, they, and and you get that buy-in and you get that leadership. I can't I can't say enough about the leadership of this year's senior class. It's 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 by far the most they are the most impressive group, and I I, I hold 2019 in extremely high regard. These guys are at a different level because they're have, they're forced to do it at a different level. I mean we're in, we're in two A right because of success we like our enrollment didn't automatically go up we're still we're still we're still playing against teams with double our enrollment so when you go from 1a to 2a you're gonna you're seeing double you don't necessarily see that when you go from 4a to 5a -hmm. yeah you're gonna play teams you're gonna play teams with 25 percent maybe more more students in their building than you you know at at top at our our level as a small school like I, i i gotta tell you what man like I'm so impressed with these kids and, 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 because they're forced, cause cause they're forced, they did, they did not get themselves into two A. It was, it was the teams before them that got them here and, and they're, they're left to, they're left to kind of deal with it. And, and I'm telling you what, man, like success factor, whatever, whatever, however you, whatever perspective you have. And I know I might have like a different perspective being a parochial school, but you know, success, success factor can have the, have the ability to bury a program, our kids just decided that they were gonna be seeds. They were gonna use it and grow. Right? And and I can't tell you enough about the, the Nick Pages, the Alex Hardebeck, our four captains. Nick Page, Alex Hardebeck, Brent Robbins, Nikolai Bell, and then the rest of our senior class, like the rest of our senior class took on captains' roles. Like they they didn't have an ego about not being picked as a captain, but they still led anyway. And you know, I I would I would encourage any you know, anybody who is who is in a position to hire one of these human beings in the next four to four to 10 years, like I would jump on it because they are so, imp- they're just impressive, right? And that, that, starts at home. We've got, we've got fantastic support. We've got amazing families, um, you know, amazing families that support our football program that are part of our football family. Uh, I, I just can't, I can't say enough. I can't say enough about our, uh, you know, about our community here and, and, and more specifically the, uh, the parents that entrust you know, they're young men to, to myself and our staff. It's just, it it blows me away. And thinking about it, I get emotional, you know, I get to the, I get to the point of, of of emotional just because I'm so thankful and blessed um, to have this opportunity to lead this uh, wonderfully amazing program.
1: I got y'all worked up, man. I'm sorry about it. I get my, when (laughs) I start to think about it, talk about it. I get my
0: feels, man. I I love, (laughs) I love these people. I love these people. I love these kids. And I, I love, I love our staff. Um, would do anything for them, and I think they know that and and you're starting to see uh you know we're starting to definitely see the the, the return on on the the investment these last five years
1: coach Brian nay they're taking on the Lancers Friday night here on 1017 the Hammer winner gets that regional title coach best of luck to you I appreciate it thank you for everything you do Big thanks to Coach Day there. It's the Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. Of course, we will uh, will be out there uh, for that game against Lavilla the regional, uh, at LaRocca Field uh, at 7 o'clock with the kickoff, I believe, for that one. So, uh, yeah, make sure you tune us in here. Myself, Jeff Julek, we'll have the call here, uh, and uh, it'll be great. I, I love going out to CC. A lot of people I notice with the the headphones on now when I go out to CC, which is, uh, which is absolutely outstanding. All right, uh, National Signing Day today. Uh, the big prize that Boilermaker fans wanted was Jakari Harris. He has not committed yet. But Cannon Catchings did. Uh, and that was a, a young man that some folks maybe thought was wavering a little bit over the summer. Turned out it was okay. I believe somebody told you that it was okay. Most likely, Somebody like Brian Newbert, but I think I've echoed that. Anyway, um, yeah. So, five guys today. This is a top 10 recruiting class on some of the recruiting sites. There's like four or five of them now, but it's in there. Uh, Catchings is the big guy here, right? The second highest rated recruit of the Matt Painter era. Number 22 by 24-7 sports, left Brownsburg, go down to overtime elite. He was a kid that Purdue got in on very early. I mean, with the lineage that he had, I mean, just look at the length on him. It was surprising that he flew under the radar as long as he did. And then, uh, you know, all of a sudden everybody was gaining the interest here and everybody was shooting their shot in the Big Ten. Indiana, Illinois, Michigan State, Ohio State, they all came. Purdue wins out. He really got a lot of attention during that U-19 World Cup workout in the team. And so with a lot of extra, you know, attention, it's not surprising that maybe there was a second of, all right, well, maybe Matt Painter did his homework. They got in early. They did the work. He's a Boilermaker. That's official. Jack Benter. 6'5 guard out of Brownstown, Indiana. Already set the school record for career points and points in a game. He's still got this season. Dude's a three-star? All right. But you got your shooter right there. Indiana Junior All-Star team as well. Everybody remembers the viral clip of him breaking a backboard? Yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board. 6'10", Riley Burgess. Coming out of Cincinnati, 89th-ranked prospect nationally by rivals. Good stretch big man that can knock down a three for you? Well, absolutely. Bring him in. CJ Cox. A lot of people talking about this because you don't, it's not a normal, nothing against the state of Massachusetts, but outside of Marcus Canby, uh I, I say Massachusetts, you are, uh, you're not thinking a lot about basketball, are you? So we'll see how he works out. And then we talked Daniel Jacobson last week. Hey, it's another seven-footer coming out of Chicago. Real late edition, but he's here. Another top 100 guy. So you have three top 100 dudes in the class. May have a fourth one coming. I believe, looking at it there, if... Harris does come that may have one too many guys and somebody may be going. We'll see how it all works out. I'm not, I'm not about to stress about it here, but this is a very, very good class uh, for Matt Painter. very good class. Katie Gerald's class, I'm a little less uh, versed in, but uh, Poole Jordan Poole is we, we know she's very good. We know she's a very hakkammo in the state of Indiana. That's a good pickup by her. There were, um, you know, there are several other sports too that went out and, uh, you know, signed players. They wrestling Inc. 3 today. Women's tennis got somebody today. Uh, the one that uh, I like, because you know how much I like this, you know how much I love this guy. Coach Zach Bird. They went out and uh, they got themselves a, a local golfer who just won the state title. Samantha Brown from Westfield. What an incredible career this woman has had. Won 24 of 28 tournaments in her high school career. Including... The state championship. So I'm gonna go and assume at least half. Like, I don't know how many of these she has, but I'm gonna go ahead and guess if she has lost four tournaments in her high school career, probably two, maybe even three of those are state championships. Ain't that something? Purdue women's golf loading back up again. So overall, good signing day for everybody. The only way it could have been better, Jakari Harris only better only way that could have been better but if he's still on the hook here you know that's good news but purdue basketball did really really good today that's what you need to be taking away and a sigh of relief for some people that were maybe worried about late pushes for cannon catchings uh you got them signed sealed and delivered and it'd a big a week for purdue men's basketball started out solid on monday Good signing day today. Speaking of basketball, listen, I got a two-pack of tickets here for you, okay? I'm going to get you a pair of tickets for Purdue Volleyball Sunday, 1 o'clock against Michigan State, sold out. And then a pair of tickets for the women's basketball game at 4 p.m. against Southern. They honor in the 99 championship team. Now, if you want to win those two pairs of tickets, text me, boiler up. The 765-447-4080 number, again, 765-447-4080. Text BOILERUP into that number, 765-447-4080. And I am going to get you in the chance to win those tickets. I'll draw out a winner here in about about 10 minutes or so. So hurry up, get that in, 765-447-4080. Text BOILERUP to that number. That's your chance to win not one, but two pairs of tickets for Sunday action over at Purdue. All right, hang tight. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up next for you on the Hammerdown Show on 101.7 The Hammer. Hey, welcome back. It is the Hammer Down Show on 101.7 The Hammer and 101.7TheHammer.com. I am Jerry Jessalatis. Thank you for making me a part of your Wednesday afternoon. I mean this, man. It means a lot to me when you guys listen. Means a lot when I run into you guys out there in public. People say, What's up? People say, I listen to the show or I listen to the broadcast. I love it. You're the best. Even when you tell me I'm wrong or stupid. Um, I got uh, two pairs of tickets here for you for Sunday Purdue volleyball, which is sold out against Michigan State. Uh, at 1 o'clock, Purdue basketball, women's basketball, 4 p.m. over in Mackey after that. If you want to win both those pairs of tickets, text BoilerUp. The 765 447 4080. I'm drawing out a winner here in less than five minutes. That could be you. Spend the Sunday over on campus watching Purdue Boilermaker action. All right. Some of the things that we may have missed. Steve Alford. Boy, uh, not happy that Nevada is dealing with bats in the arena. Bats! It delayed their game against Sacramento State, and I mean, look, we've seen things fall from Assembly Hall, but Bats, apparently this has been like happening for a while. He addressed it during the press conference, talking about how embarrassing it is. but certainly one of the more random things to delay a college basketball game. Bats, how does that even happen? Like, I wouldn't think, aren't they sensitive to sounds and lights and stuff like that? Seems like a basketball arena would be the opposite of where they would want to hang out at. But what do I know? I'm not a bat guy. I'm I'm anti bat. Sorry, if you if you're pro bat, that's you. I'm anti bat. I'm out on the bats. When is this Michigan nonsense gonna stop? I mean, we touched on it at the top of the show. That there's just there's Michigan media that's really intent on muddying the waters on you know. There's the evidence mounting against Michigan of what they did and clearly against the rules. But now there's this equal push to say, well, so-and-so is doing somewhat of the same thing, so it's it's the same kind of crime. No, it's not. The aspect of going and videotaping somebody else ahead of a matchup, I mean, that's 100% the illegal part of this. That's the problem. Not the sharing of those signals. Anything you do in-game And I've even seen this. Yeah, my job for a Big Ten team was to steal signals. Cool. Were you paying people? Or were you yourself going to other stadiums in advance and then taking out your phone and recording the sidelines? No? Then okay. I don't understand why this is like such a hard thing to nail down. And the longer this delays, the more and more it tells me that I was right about this. That... The Big Ten doesn't want to punish Michigan. They know probably something needs to be done, but they would like to kick this can down the road. They would like the NCAA to handle it. They want Michigan to handle it. And they definitely, definitely do not want to suspend Jim Harbaugh for that game against Ohio State. If they were going to give him the two-game suspension, it would have been now. but they haven't done it unless they roll up on Friday afternoon or evening, wait for the five 30 news cycle dump and then go, yeah, no, we're going to suspend him for Saturday and next week. He'll be back for the, for the big game. Cause they're not going to, I, I would be shocked. Absolutely shocked if the big 10 said, yeah, we're pulling you from the Ohio state game. I, I, I would be shocked. I still think they're going to try to kick this can as far down the road as they can let somebody else handle it. Or just let Harbaugh leave and be done with it. That's going to do it for us here on the Hammerdown Show. We're, uh, we're out of time here. But don't forget, uh, I will call this winner here. Tickets for Southern and Purdue over at Mackey at 4. Before that, it's volleyball against Michigan State. That game is sold out. Uh, we'll give away those tickets tomorrow. I got more tickets. I don't even know what I'm going to give away tomorrow. I got football tickets still. I got Monday men's basketball tickets we still got to give away. Sheesh. Lots of winnings still to come here. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. Talk local sports for an hour with you here on the Hammer Down Show on 1017 the Hammer. 1017Thehammer.com. I will see you back here tomorrow.